Hi, are we on? Testing. Is this mic clear? As unconventional as this may be, my name is Melissa, and my story that brought me to S&M's One Thing Leads to Another is quite an interesting read, for lack of a better phrase. And if that read was to be out in a novel, that would be The Backwards Me. There is a rap song that I have written and actually have submitted as uh, lyrics for a lyrical writing contest titled The Backwards Me. That being said, I am going to be 50 years old, May 1st, and I sort of live my life, I feel like the curious life of Benjamin Button. I feel like Benjamin Button's lackey is what the problem is. Um, You know, I've done a lot of things. I've had a lot of different career opportunities, been in a lot of different careers. Um, I do have my paralegal license. I did have my Series 7 and my 63 and did work uh, in brokerage firms. I did work on Wall Street for uh, actually a philanthropist uh, who had a lot of prestigious clients. Um, When I was a paralegal, I also worked in an attorney's office that had probably one of the most notorious, uh, here in the Northeast anyway, of uh, a woman of being my age. Um, If you ever heard of a story uh, of Amy Fisher and Joey Buttafuoco, I did work in the office of one Dominic Barbera who was representing one Joey and Mary Jo Buttafuoco after Mary Jo Buttafuoco had been shot in the face by one Amy Fisher. Now, I've seen a lot. I was a broker's assistant, a bond broker assistant for a very well-known firm, uh, again, in the Northeast here, David Lerner and Associates. And I worked for a man uh, whose name is Jim Rosica. And uh, he is was the original bass player for Johnny Maestro and the Brooklyn Bridge, who um, is a doo-wop band way back in the day before my time, um, but nonetheless well-known. And yes, I did work for the man who did still tour. And while he was away, I did work with his son, in fact, in uh, aiding his clients in trading uh, their various investments. So after that, I became a stay-at-home mom. My husband and I had our first child in 2000, and uh, our second in 2003. And I was home for about seven years. I did go back to work, um, and I worked for a very big dental corporation that became very big, and they um, opened several offices. Um, I then unfortunately had a minor uh, personal disability uh, with my back and went out on short-term disability. When I went to go back to work, uh, my job was no longer secure. I then fell into a bunch of odd end jobs. Now, throughout this process, I must say, I'm a writer at heart. I talk to myself all the time. Uh, A podcast should be a no-brainer for me. I should be able to do it with my eyes closed. Um, I've 
worked as a sex consultant uh, during that time, which I finally had figured out what I've been chasing my entire life. What I should have been doing and what I was meant to do uh, from a young time, and as I can now go back and remember as a 16-year-old girl, um, wanting to be the biggest notorious madam in the country kind of thing. I saw something on the Bunny Ranch in Vegas, and I thought, these girls are making bank. My, my perception of it was dollar sign. Um, and the legality of it, or the uh, taboo, let's say, of what that looked like wanting to be growing up, of course, didn't resonate. I probably never spoke about it and suppressed it for my entire life until I started working in a local adult shop uh, that my um, soon-to-be ex-husband uh, had uh, known or was the owner of and went to high school and, and junior high school with this, with this man for uh, his childhood. And I started working there and realized I'm really good in this field. I didn't know why and couldn't understand what my natural uh, pull or, or gravitation towards this particular type of thing. That, and, and I have to say that I was insecure about my entire adult life. So insecure about it that it problematically uh, affected my relationship with my husband. Um, and I just never... Uh, accepted or came to grips with, I guess, who I fully was or what I was or what I was to do or supposed to do, who I was supposed to be. Um, Because at a very young age, I, you know, was with a man that we started to uh, fall in love and create this life together. Um, I guess neither of us really knowing who we were um, started becoming what we thought we needed to be for each other. And I think that that's what most people do in marriage. Um, it's an idea that another has of you that you try to emulate or become. And love and relationships, as satisfying as they can be, they can also be sources of great stress. If you compromise who you are continually, and I don't mean sacrificing and yes relationships are about compromise it shouldn't be that hard to compromise sometimes or sacrifice those things for the person that you love because that's what one does so it shouldn't be hard those things should come natural but every time you compromise who you are for the happiness of another individual you will kill a little part of yourself every time that you do that and you put yourself in that position Unfortunately, I think that I was slowly killing parts of myself. Um, I'm sure as was my husband, because he was trying to not be what was uh, my idea of a stressful, um, unsuccessful type of relationship. And he uh, went through a lot as well. So I won't say that we both did not become different people because of the way each of us were as individuals. It's an unrealistic expectation that I want to just say brought me to a lot of where I am um, and a lot of why I'm 
trying to do what I do. I have been writing about love since I am a 12-year-old girl. I wrote about love at a 12-year-old age with the verbiage of someone who seemingly clearly believes they could have been in love. I don't know where that comes from. Um, But I did write about this stuff and probably never understanding it, um, I can now understand that I was writing about stuff that I would ultimately want to just research and know more about, which leads me to where I am. (laughs) One thing leads to another. I believe that I have a message to relay, to tell, to say, to hope that I have an audience that will listen. I appreciate this uncandid, unedited, unpublished version of an introduction that hopefully I'll never have to use, but one day may. What I'm going to say is the content, hopefully uh, going forward, that I am able to put out there, I hope it resonates with some people that may think of things that they may not have thought about in the past or um, look at things differently because in life, as we go through this ever-changing gray area, we can navigate it, hopefully together, with s one thing leads to another. This is Melissa, and have a great day. Out.